Um, so um, thank you for um, being wait uh, being here. Oh, absolutely, my pleasure. Um, and uh, let's start. Let's do so it. the first question is, how did you come to Switzerland? Ooh, like, when did I come and why? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I came to Switzerland six years ago now. Uh, we moved from Doha, which is in Qatar, which is a very small country in, uh, in the Middle East. So it's very hot there and lots of sand and deserts uh, and we moved from there to here six years ago and we came because my wife miss tara who you know uh got a job here at the school so and i moved with her uh and i have a question what do you like slash not like from your job from my job what yeah. do i like at my job um, well, I like being around children, so that's, that's a good, that's a good thing to be in the school then. Um, I like the fact that I, there's never a quiet moment. You always have to keep thinking as a teacher. There's always something you can do. Um, I like seeing people excited about learning and I really see that at this school. So that's, that's really nice. Um, some of the things that maybe are a bit harder are like, for instance, today when I'm feeling a little bit sleepy because I didn't sleep so well, there's nowhere to hide. When you're teaching, you just have to go on and you can't be like, oh, I'll make my, my, my day a little bit easy and I'll just hide in a corner and do a little bit of relaxing work. That, that never works as a teacher. You always have to be 100%. Okay. Um, uh, yeah. Um, do you have a funny and or sad story about your life? Oof. About my life. Oh. There is a funny story that I remembered last week when we had um, the fire drill and then the day after there was the, f uh, the fire alarm again. That was one time when we were living in Doha, in Qatar, and it was very hot there. It was like that day, it must have been uh, like 47 degrees. Oh. So like really, really, really hot. So, and I was just going about my day and I was helping a teacher out who needed a lot of popcorn for a popcorn party. So I put the popcorn in the microwave and I had too many things to do. So I thought, oh, let me do this one more thing. So I ran away uh, to get my laptop or something and I came back and the popcorn, of course, had burned. And as I opened the microwave, there was this big, smoky, smoky uh, cloud that came out and it set off the fire alarm. And a whole school, there were so many kids in this school. There must have been 
4,000 or 5,000 kids in the school, the whole school had to evacuate in this really hot weather just because I had been a little bit stupid. <laughs> that, was, that was a really, really, really uh, embarrassing moment for me. But looking back at it afterwards, I can kind of laugh at it. Lots of people made fun of me, though, for a very long time. And I, and I guess they were right to, to make fun of me. And uh, about the th smoke thingy, um, yeah. did you get in trouble? I didn't, actually. I, I immediately told the head of school. So I went down, uh, downstairs, as you have to, you know, like calmly evacuate the building. So I went downstairs. And as I went downstairs, I saw the head of school and I immediately told them because it's a safety thing, right? I immediately told them, I'm very sorry. That was me. I was making popcorn. It's in the staff room on top and I told them you know like I think it's safe but that's where it is so I wasn't trying to cover my tracks and uh, when I told them they were saying well you know thank you for coming to us don't do that again and uh, it's kind of okay because we were gonna have a fire drill anyway this week so <laughs> <laughs> It turned out to be okay, but yeah, I didn't try to get away with it. I, I, I tried to be honest because especially with something like safety, especially in the school, you don't mess around. So uh, telling the truth is quite good. <laughs> and um, uh, uh, what is the useful, pre use, me most useful present you, you ever got for Christmas? Ooh, that's a very good question. The most useful. Hmm. Let me think about that. I mean, I've gotten a lot of socks and stuff like that. <laughs> so that, I mean, they, they, they always come in handy, but that's not a very inspired choice, is it? thinking well I do remember getting a bike when I was about well probably about your age when I got a new bike for Christmas one time and I used that thing constantly I was about 10 years old yeah and I, I really used that bike like I I went everywhere on my bike where I grew up in Belgium um, uh, we we would just like get on our bikes and just uh, go see friends or go to the forest together or something. And uh, I really use that bike a lot. So I guess that would be it. Were bike. you good at riding a bicycle? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I wasn't like so good that I would like do bike racing or something. But yeah, everybody where I grew up, everybody rode their bike everywhere all the time. So uh, you, you kind of got good at it because you did it constantly, you know? Okay, and um, um, what was your favorite toy when you were young? Oof, you guys ask really good questions. What was my favorite toy? 
Oh, yes. I got reminded of this very recently because uh, my mom found it in the attic and gave it to me for my little one who's almost three now, so she'll be able to use it soon. I had this giant Lego train set. So the, there were these, uh, uh, these train tracks and then you could build your own trains and it worked with electricity. So you could make, make, your, make your trains go. And I really love that. I, I must have built it and rebuilt it and then made like a little town with Lego stuff and other cars and whatever. So I really played with that one a lot. Did you like Lego? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I, I think that's probably the kind of toy that I played the most with when I, when I was a kid. I had other things that I liked at different times. Like your bicycle? Oh, absolutely. I like to play. I, I like to mess around with uh, computers as well. They were really, really basic at the time. Like way less powerful than even an iPad. Um, but yeah, I like to play around with it, like play games, but also like mess with it a little bit, like see what it could do. Uh, a little bit of coding, um, but yeah, I I definitely enjoyed uh, Legos for sure. I think they were my favorite. Well, Legos are super good for me too. But uh, let's get on with the interview. And um, I have you had a bad or good. Um, experience that uh, affected you so hard? Oh, let me think. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I mean, um, I think it's true that that people do change when there's a big thing that happens in their lives. And, you know, like the big things that you think about um, are your big live events, right? Uh, uh, when you're, uh, um, my, my grandfather, when he passed away, that was a big moment. Whoa. But then also when my daughter was born, that was a really big moment too. I really felt very grown up at that time before you could still play around with it. But all of a sudden your life changes because all of a sudden you, you're responsible for this tiny little thing that can't do anything by itself. <laughs> that was a very big, big moment. So was it, how, how old is your uh, daughter now? Uh, she's, She's gonna be three in December, so she's two and a little bit now, like almost three. Cool. Um, um, what do you like to do a lot? Like in your free time? In my free time, like hobbies or something? Yeah. I gotta say my hobbies kind of uh, disappeared when I had when we had children, <laughs> we don't have a lot of time now anymore because, you know, like um, I'm usually 
playing with with uh, with my little one with Elise, or I'm I want to go to sleep because I'm so tired. <laughs> but when I'm not, I really like listening to music. I enjoy cooking. Um, I like to play the ukulele. Um, I like to practice so I can play uh, for for Elise. And then um, I like to watch funny TV shows as well. TV. Yeah, I like to relax and watch a watch a good TV show. Not just funny ones. Sometimes, uh, sometimes more serious things as well. But yeah. Okay. I grew up in Belgium, uh, in the Flemish part of Belgium. Belgium. So I grew grew up uh, speaking Dutch. Um, I came from from a small town. Uh, nobody has ever heard of, <laughs> but it's basically in between Antwerp and Brussels. And I really liked going to Antwerp when I was when I was little. I like or when when I was. Uh, probably 12 or 14 years old, I could start to take the train. And then I started going by myself and exploring like different, different cities that were close by. That's a nice thing about Belgium. It's not so big of a country, but there's lots of cities there. So you can go to a lot of different places very fast. Um, uh, can you Describe your identity, like, um, for example, um, I'm a brother. I'm a, I'm a football like yeah. guy. I play drums. Okay. I... Yeah. Like the most important parts of my identity. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'd say. I'm a husband and a father. I'm a teacher. And hmm. for the last one, I'm a, I don't know, that's hard. Trying to figure out what, what the most important parts are. I guess husband, father, teacher, those are the most important things. I think I have another one for you. Oh, the yeah? Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm not sure how, how, like, I don't think I'm good enough to have that to be, like, the, the central part of my identity, but I appreciate that. And I definitely enjoy it, so I don't mind it. Okay. What are your values and beliefs? My values and beliefs. I think respect is incredibly important. 
I try to give people the respect that I think everybody deserves, and I, and I, and I hope and I expect people to show me the same kind of respect. Um, I believe in progress. Sometimes that's hard <laughs> to keep believing that people will do better and better and become smarter and smarter. But I believe strongly that people can do a better and better job at being people and making the world better um, if they try. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, what makes you feel like you belong? Can you say a little bit more about that? I, I'm not sure like what you're Like what you're for asking. example, uh, what m me makes me, me feel like I belong, that people talk to me a lot. Okay. And that they, like, uh, like I, and I, and we can read a book together if they want. Yeah, yeah. Like a random act of kindness yeah. really makes me feel like I belong, you know, like somebody who goes out of their way to come and say hi to me or somebody who, uh, you know, like, I don't know, you told them, like, I like this artist and they send you like a little text message saying, oh, if you like that artist, I just came across this this other band, check it out or something. You know, like knowing that somebody was thinking about you, even you weren't, even though you weren't there, that that makes me feel feel warm inside. Very warm. <laughs> um. Uh, where do you feel like you belong? Um, when I'm with my friends, um, when I'm with my family, especially my, my little family, um, do you feel, and I, belo I, f I feel like I belong more and more here in Switzerland. Do you, f uh, b feel like you belong in ISL or maybe not? Yes, absolutely. Yes, because I worked here for a while and then I went away and I went back to school. Like a, I, I became a student myself again and I worked in a different school and now I'm back here. And I've always felt like ISL is, uh, is, a, is a warm and happy place where people are very kind to one another. Oh, okay. Um, what does bias and stereotype mean to you? What does it mean to me? Um, I think stereotypes is something, stereotyping is something that uh, um, we do um, automatically, but that can also be a very dangerous thing our brains kind of needs to stereotype because otherwise there's too much information in the world around you. But then also it can be a very dangerous thing. People could 
uh, um, get discriminated against or uh, hurt from, from, from those kind of stereotypes. So it's, it's kind of a double thing for me. Stereotypes can be helpful, but they can also be harmful. So uh, it's something that I, I'm thinking about a lot and I haven't quite made up my mind. Have you been stereotyped or biased? Sometimes, but I mean, I don't feel like, like I can complain. I mean, I'm a white man in like my 30s. Things have been made very, way too easy for me. So I, I uh, the few times where people have stereotyped me, I kind of have to like let it go because I know other people have been stereotyped way, way more than I have. And I, even though I didn't mean to, I probably have done that as well. So I try not to, but I think uh, I probably have done that. And I know of certain times, obviously, and you try to move beyond that and apologize and to learn from it. But uh, there's probably been a lot of times that I don't even know that I did it. Um, what is your favorite book? <laughs> that's, a, that's a big change. Um, what's my favorite book? Oh my goodness. This, I've read so many. Um, hmm. I don't know. Can I come back to that one? Can we come back to that one? If if one pops in my head, I'll I'll let you know. Um, if you had genie genie lamp, what would your <laughs> three wishes? Oh my goodness. Okay. Uh, three wishes. Oh, something that I always thought about as a kid that I think would be really cool is if you had like complete control over time, if you could like pause time and just relax a little bit. That, that was my, my main like superhero fantasy, like if you could control time. So that's one. I'd love to fly too though. So maybe let's make that two. I guess you gotta put in world peace in there somewhere, right? <laughs> world peace would be nice. So let's make that number three. Um, what is your favorite song? I always have a lot of trouble with with that, like favorite things. <laughs> There's just so many to choose from. Um. Hmm. 